Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 72 of the CX podcast, R&R, with my good self, Richard Knight. Uh, my good self, Ryan Huxtable. And I love the fact the way you say the CX one, because the, the, the amount of commentary I've had on our last update uh, has been has been quite frankly surprising. Um, <laughs> so uh, I love people to oh, listen to you, listen to you, you and Rich. And I thought what you said was brilliant. I'm like, that's amazing. Bloody so, hell. Yeah, how I'm much, out. how much had you paid them at that, at that time? Expensive. Just expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna, what are we going to warble about? Is, hey, it's November, isn't it? It's November all, wobble, but it's also very close to, get this, it's very close to CXmas. Oh, like that. Done. like that. We should use it for some sort of marketing. Oh, we already have. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Christmas is round the corner and the adverts are already out on the telly, to my annoyance, um, bar humbug, until December. Goodness sake, come on, people. That's However, fine. clearly our customers out there are considering and thinking about Christmas already now. This is where everybody goes, well, this is where Rich and Ryan warble about retail and hospitality, but that's nothing to do with me. I'm B2B, I'm professional services, I'm all of this and that and the other, I'm not retail. So how's Christmas got anything to do with me? It's a great question, isn't it, Ryan? It is a great question, but of course, for everybody, it is the season to be jolly and spread goodwill to all men, women and everybody else. And um, I think what's really important here to talk about is the opportunity to delight your customers at the busiest Love time. Of- yeah, absolutely. And along with that as well, the opportunity to maintain your standards of customer experience because everybody's minds go off to different places and relaxing and taking time out. And unfortunately, that can also uh, impact the the quality of service levels, uh, response times, et cetera, et cetera. So I think we need to have a little bit of a chat about that. So, uh, so how, right. So kicking off then, seeing as we, you mentioned it, how are we going to delight people in this, in this lovely time of the year, but also when there's still no money around apparently, um, and things are really rubbish and all of that, rather than shoving tinsel in people's faces, what do we do? You've been reading the Daily Mail again. Other periodicals, of course, are available. Um, and of course, the Daily Mail is a very good periodical. I'm not knocking it at all, but it does tend to be a little bit negative, doesn't it? <laughs> really? Like, really? Yeah. There's so much good stuff going on. Um, and uh, so, yeah, what I wanted to start to chatting about today is, um, and, and some of our uh, some of our listeners and viewers may have already picked up on some of this stuff, but um, the Institute of Customer Service, the venerable uh, UK Institute of Customer Service, publishes data. I think we've mentioned it before on the podcast every every July, and the the, the latest July data was published about six weeks ago, um, which suggests that um, shock horror, the overall customer experience is getting worse. It's gone down again year on year by about two percent, um, and within that, um, there are five areas that the ICS, the Institute, suggests businesses can focus on. Now, you quite rightly pointed out, Rich, that this isn't all about retail. Of course, this is the busiest time of the year for retail, but often it's the busiest time of year for lots of other service providers as well. So, you know, yes, there will be a retail um, aspect to this. Of course, there will be, but there are, you know, there are other um, sectors that we need to focus on. Now, there are five key sectors 
Um, and I know you'll want to comment on each of these. So, so steady your horses and get ready. Um, <laughs> experience, complaint handling, customer ethos, emotional connection with the customer, and the ethics of the organisation. Um, and those are the five key things that uh, the institute suggests that if businesses focus on those, um, they will uh, they will make a huge uh, improvement. They'll have a, t- a year on year. Now, and they also measure and monitor thirteen different sectors within the uh, within the data. And interestingly, um, service provision and retail um, has dropped the most. So B two B transport, utilities, insurance, retail, food, and services all down by more than two percentage points. Um, retail, non food, um, telecoms, believe it or not, and leisure down between one and 1.8%. And the two sectors that perform the best, although they're still down year on year, are banks and building societies and tourism. So, you know, there is there is still um, quite a challenge uh, that the Institute are, are uh, suggesting um, that exists. Now, I'd like your view, uh, Mr. Knight, on what you, how you think um, businesses can focus on the experience during the festive period. Well, I think it's simple, simple things, really. We talk about a lot, and I think one of the key ones is 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 gathering some insight or looking back at the insight you've already gathered in the year and actually making some decisions and and adjustments to a journey that you might have for your customers based on insight, based on some data, rather than the old finger in up in the air in the wind type sort of thing and seeing which direction you're going to go on. It's it is all about measurement, you know. We we say it time and time again, but you've got to make sure you've got some data in there. Um, because that data can drive further, more in-depth uh, insight gathering. Um, interestingly enough, our part of the world over here, we're actually going to be doing a bit more of a focus group for one of the uh, the councils that we work with. Um, they gathered some data, but of course, it's it's only from a survey point of view and you can't go into everything. And then so next thing is a bit of focus group, you know, and actually really getting down into the nitty gritty of it and, and what they're looking for. So. One of the key things again, measure. Are you measuring? And and when you are measuring, are you asking the right questions and doing something with that data? Because that will impact the experience without a doubt. If you're getting a trend of something that isn't going right, then you can put it right. Or if you get in a trend of something that's going absolutely fantastic, how do you then push that into other parts of your business and, and the whole experience? So I think that's you know it's a it's a fairly simple one, um, but 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 often missed. The, the other thing is, you know, particularly if you're business, if you're B two B, and I was asked this question yesterday by a client, um, creating a memory and experience at Christmas time. You know, even if you're taking a client out for for lunch, or you're thinking about their program next year, or you're doing something different with your clients that that really create that that memory of the experience. I think is is really really it's a real opportune moment. Uh, you know, particularly at the festive time of the year. But um, the the next one um, that, that I think. Lots of businesses, you know, score lots of own goals against is the whole complaint handling. You know, you're going to be doing more transactions at Christmas. You're going to be interacting with more people at Christmas because spend goes up. So likely it is the ball's going to get dropped a bit more often. And actually, mm. the way you deal with those complaints is uh, is really important. So, so what's your view on complaint handling, Rich? Be nice. Be nice. And it's a general one, isn't it? You know, in terms of we've all got a lot going on. People have always got something going on behind uh, that initial complaint. They, you know, there's there may be something else that's created even more of an issue for somebody. 
but it's it's almost about how can you put yourself in their shoes and we talk about being in the customer's shoes a lot and again how can you be in their shoes in terms of um yeah asking some questions let's clarify things you know let's make sure we understand what they're complaining about first of all before we're making any assumptions about that and then we can actually ask a couple more questions to really clarify it and then we can provide a solution or um some some form of um apology is is quite nice um because if it has impacted somebody it has it has impacted them whether you see that as a big thing or not from your from the business point of view it is another matter i mean you can stand your ground and lots of people say yeah well customers aren't always right absolutely you're you're absolutely correct but if it, it it's really important to deal with it in the right way to ensure that it doesn't escalate doesn't turn into something more some people are going to leave some people aren't going to return that's life however how can we manage the majority to ensure that it doesn't impact uh further interactions with you or even if they're not going to come back make sure that they're not going to go around and shout how bad the service was which can have quite an impact I think the other thing interesting around complaint handling, you, you touched on it there in terms of, you know, apologising. Don't be defensive. You know, mm. the natural the natural uh, MO of an organisation is, it, you know, it's not our fault, potentially. Or if it is our fault, let's, let's, let's do everything to not admit that things have gone wrong. And sometimes that's true. You know, it may not be the organisation's fault and it may be the customer's not always right. But actually, you know, not being defensive, listening, as you pointed out to the customer, empathising with the customer and say, look, mm. we're really sorry you feel like this. Um, and there's a really simple tip I, I learned many years ago in retail is asking the customer, how would you like us to put this right for you? Yeah, great one. Yeah. Really simple, simple question that you know, throws it back to the customer <clears throat> and, you know, really helps them understand that you're there to help. So, um, yeah, really simple. So, Great, great experiences is what we're saying so far. Use the opportunity, use the time of the year to, you know, maybe think differently about how you look after customers. When things go wrong, don't be defensive, apologise, try and put it right. What about getting across your customer ethos then, Rich? What do you, uh, how do you think at this time of the year, your teams and you can really get behind uh, how your how your organisation is perceived? Well, you've got to have an understanding of what that is, first of all, haven't you? So it's always a bit difficult getting it over if you don't know what that customer ethos is to begin with. And I think a lot of organizations talk a lot about mission statements and all this lovely stuff, but they they miss the customer-focused uh, goals uh, and what it is they want their customers to say, think, and feel about them as an organization. Um as we know from an Insight 6 point of view, we run particularly marvellous sessions around that, around that sort of inspiring your team part uh, of in uh, of the Insight 6, uh, ICX 6 model. The first stage is inspire. So it's taking time to actually ensure that everybody understands what you're trying to do during this period as well. You know, we don't need to have a massive session where two or three days of bringing everybody together, come up with a lovely long sentence that, you know, describes how you, what your ethos is, but actually understanding that talking to your teams this is you know we're coming into a busy time here what this is where we this is what we'd like to get to this is how we'd like to end this year this is how we'd like our customers to feel about us as an organization and actually have that conversation using you know talking about the f word talking about feelings again i'll stop there people have turned off oh terrible not in business what are you talking about just on the point of customer ethos before we move on to emotional connection because you mentioned emotions rich hmm. That's dangerous, but we're going to move on. Um, 
customer ethos. If you're making promises to your your clients and your customers, particularly at Christmas, but you know, a promise is not just for Christmas. Let's remember that. Um, <laughs> you have to deliver on it. So if you're, you know, if your delivery times are gonna, you can't fulfil those, they're gonna slip. Don't make the promise in the first place. You know, be straight with customers. Manage their expectation. Your parcel will be here on Friday. It arrives on Friday. Um, not we're going to try and get it there tomorrow for you because that is what causes dissatisfaction. But moving on to, to um, emotions and emotional connection, um, that is a great, great point because, you know, if you think about um, all of this week, um, we're recording this in the in the first week of November, all of this week I've heard, oh, the Christmas ads are out. How exciting is that? And I'm just like, well, <laughs> maybe it is. Um, maybe it is. Uh, but but what do those Christmas ads try and convey? They're trying to convey uh, an emotional connection with the customer. Yeah. Um, and gonna, as you say, we're going to see those all the way through now until Christmas. But um, to what extent an organisation engenders feeling and trust and, and insurance to, to drive that emotions is is crucially important, um, particularly at what is you know for many quite an emotional emotional time of year. But, but what are your thoughts on emotional connection, Rich? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's it is heightened at this time of year, but it's something that uh, we know is a driver for people to hang around and spend more money with you. If they have an emotional connection with a brand, with an organisation, with the people in that organisation, the chances are that they are going to spend more time with them, more money and tell more people how brilliant they are. It's it's a logical thing. 90% of purchase decisions, you know, it comes from emotional connection. It's only 10% of a logical brain kicks in and goes, yeah, but how much is it? And everybody's always talking about that, you know, oh, yeah, but if, if we go a little bit cheaper, no, it's, yeah, yes, you 10% of that decision, but the rest is all about that emotional connection. And particularly, again, as you say, this time of year, people want to know that um, the businesses they're working for are are, are enjoying themselves as well. Yeah, That's a absolutely. weird thing to say. I think it, but it's very true. When you pick up a telephone, is somebody smiling? Are they enjoying what they do in, in their job, in their work? Because that will attract people in. It's a universal thing, you know, that the universe will respond. If you've got yeah. a smile, if you're if you're happy. So the simple stuff for the businesses are ensure all your teams are picking up the phone with a smile during this period. You don't have to go overboard, but they have to be connected with people, attentive, um, and show interest. Because that's an emotional connection as well. Nice and simple stuff. Now, the final one that the uh, the uh, UKCSI are suggesting might be a focus for organisations is ethics. So the reputation, openness and transparency and the extent to which organisations are deemed to do the right thing. Some big language in there, isn't it? Um, that, that's interesting because um, there's been a lot, and I think we'll see a lot of it during this season, where um, there could be a view potentially, uh, that uh, businesses might be greenwashing, they may not be being as maybe ethically driven at, at, at a particular yeah, time. Yeah, a few things, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, what's, what's <laughs> on ethics? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I think most people, when you think, well, you know, pretty ethical sort of person, how is, it, how, how is there a problem in this for an organisation to be ethical? Uh, there's this problem of, you know, driving money and responses um you know so it's it it can be 
difficult for a lot of organizations to get that across to everybody you know what 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 does that mean what is it you want to be doing if you stopped tomorrow what did you want people to have said about you what what are the words that you want them to be thinking so it's a nice and simple thing to do really but i, I think it's becoming it's becoming easier because there is a lot of focus on it the esg type sort of thing isn't there you know it's all about this what are you doing in the community how are you helping out from your carbon footprint all of these marvelous things that yes there is a driver for it but very simple stuff and in the basic level even if you don't want to look at all of that is be nice are you nice are you wanting your customer your customers to get the best out of their interaction with you because if you have that simple view of the world chances are the customers again are going to come back going to tell more people how great you are because it's about them you know and making a difference within your community and all that marvelous stuff so yeah i mean got to keep the focus on it because it, it, it will it does mean that we haven't got these big organizations just plowing through everything and taking out all the money they possibly can you know it's got to be for the good of of everybody really so um i didn't disagree with any of that i think that's that's a great summation oh gee thanks i'm, I'm just going to sum up um how the ukcsi what they think are the five key focuses so number one is prevent problems uh, from happening in the first place and improve complaint handling. That's the biggest thing you can do in your organization this Christmas to improve customer satisfaction. Make it easier for customers to access help and, and expertise. You know, for if you, a lot of supermarkets you go into now, don't you? They've got rid of all their tills and it's all, um, yeah. you know, do it yourself. Um, and the amount of times there's nobody around to help, you know, that is such an own goal and a big shrink issue actually for people who just think, well, you know, there's nobody here. I can't be. I can't be. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not suggesting anybody should do that. Of course, I'm not suggesting anybody breaks the law. But you know, have people around to help to keep an eye on trade loss and help customers respond to customers' personal situational needs. So, whenever a customer's got a complaint, you know, to your point you made earlier, Rich, get under the skin of that, mm. or they, they're trying to get a, a product, and you know, trying to understand what they're trying to deliver. You know, really helping their personal needs creates great memories. Professionalizing customer service. You know. Don't pay lip service to it. Make sure that you are really getting behind the experience um, this 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 Christmas, and particularly making sure your team understand that. Um, and then doing the right thing, you know, balance the need of the shareholder with the need of the customer. You know, um, make sure the employer and the wider society are included in your thought process this Christmas when you're making decisions. So a bit of a whistle-stop tour from the UKCSI and our own views and thoughts on uh, how you can have a great Christmas. But, yeah, um, we will be back in December, won't we, talking about... We're going to interview one of our colleagues, aren't we? Talk, think well, about but maybe get a couple of them on. Yeah, we're going to get some more Insight 6 bods on, I think, just yeah. to have a little bit of a chat with them and a little bit of a review of the year, see what's been happening and what we think might be happening in 2024 yeah. as well. A few things to think about. Yeah, God. yeah, so that'll be quite good. That'll be uh, episode 73, but this is uh, us for now. Episode 72, done and dusted. Have a great CXmas. Uh, you can have that one, everybody. It's very, very good. Um, and this is us done from the uh, the the CX podcast R&R. I'm saying goodbye. It's me, Rich Knight. Cheerio. Me, Ryan Hubstable. Have a great month, everyone. Chat to you in December.